Cause I know that no side is looking out for me I wanted to cry but there's nothing that made me Going in circles I thought I was really finished Guess so how will I stop fucking with it Peace earth you don't say Can you tell what model they use Explain the soil change Don't praise that the heart be made You fly to hold your name in the same city I remember when you packed bags the same Cause I got your best Find me to your home It seems like I got your stress Wouldn't say no, but I caused your Push it down, run on me Ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast, I am your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's home field for great sports betting. Play stadium bets for the best odds, featuring spread lines of up to 1.95 per side. ProLine players score great access to great regular promotions. Right now, every $15 free play token weekly when you bet $25 or more on baseball with ProLine or Stadium Bets. This offer is valid once weekly until June 5th. Free play tokens must be used by June 30th. Get in the game today at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Please play responsibly. Must be 19 years of age or older. And boom! Love a little ad read first thing in the morning. Shout out to ProLine uh, for sponsoring today's episode. Uh, incredible time of life right now. What do we got? We got golf back here in Nova Scotia. We have playoffs uh, with, with hockey in full swing, and every game has been absolutely tremendous. Uh, you got the Jays playing every single night. I know they're. Uh, I think they. I don't know they won last night against New York, um, but nonetheless, just sports are in full effect. Um, Live sports are back. Everything is just wonderful uh, right now in, in, in the world, in, in the sporting world, if you ask me. Um, every single night, uh, not every night, but I'd say three, maybe four nights out of the week, me and my buddies head up to play nine holes of golf. And usually it's not the best round. It's fun, but I'm still working on uh, still working on a couple things here. It's still early in the year. You know, it's it, when you hit a par three in August and you hit the green on the par three, you know, it, it should be expected. But right now, early May, the end of April, it's it's frustrating. I can't hit those par threes. I can't get onto the green. Um, my shots are a little bit inconsistent. Um, but it's frustrating. So the best part about playing frustrating golf this time of year is when you come home, you have a nice meal ready to go, and you turn on the tube, the boob tube, and, uh, and, and you have playoffs. You have Sid playing. You have the Toronto Maple Leafs playing. You have Colorado playing. Yeah, it's it's kind of stu- it's it's tough for me to stay up for those games, but I definitely wait and uh, watch the morning highlights. But that's the best part about frustrating golf is being able to go home and you watch uh, the best players in the world play uh, play that game of hockey that we all uh, love and get to enjoy. Um, so yeah, like I was saying, great time of year right now. Frustrating for the golf aspect, uh, but there's always rewards around the corner. What do they say? They say you always got to there's always a positive out of everything. Everything in life you look at, you have to find a positive somehow. So the negative aspect of golf, I look in the positive aspect of getting to go home and watching some playoff hockey. You know what I mean? Uh, Speaking of playoffs, the Halifax Thunderbirds have playoff game tomorrow, Friday, against the Toronto Rock. One game, they have to win it to move on. I didn't know that with the NLL. I thought each game was game seven, but like I said, the playoffs haven't been in the NLL for for two years. So how, how am I supposed to know this? 
but it was uh, it's interesting how how that works. It's a whole season. They got to get one game in in order to to move on. So hopefully they win. We had uh, Dawson Thede in here. Uh, it was like two days ago. I think we had him in here. They flew out to Toronto yesterday, which was Wednesday. I'm recording this intro for the podcast Thursday morning. So yeah, they flew out yesterday. And Dawson, great guy. Um, Played hockey, played in the queue, played for Gatineau, played for Tite, played for uh, the Sea Dogs, and he played for uh, Nogs over at St. Mary's. I think he said for four, the past four years. So all around athlete. It was great to great, great to have him here in the studio. Um, actually, I'll I'll say this now. It was great to have him here in the studio for the last ever episode um, in the curtains era of the High Button Podcast Studio. If uh, if you're new to this show you'll um i'll let you know we we were i bought so i bought a house two years ago and uh, the basement was unfinished and i thought it was a great layout for um an opportunity to have a podcast studio just a workspace um and like i said it was unfinished so i was trying to hide up most of the things that were going on within the basement it's not i don't want to say it's a grungy basement but there was definitely some things i didn't want to be seen on camera um so i headed over to ikea and i bought some curtains and i hung them up and it made it look like a really nice professional studio and we were happy with that for for a long time um but the time has come to expand i guess the studio it's still going to be in the basement here um but we're going to move the curtains and open everything up. Uh, my girlfriend is a, a great interior designer. Um, if you want to look her up on Instagram, Sarah McNeil interiors, and we're renovating, uh, our house. And while we were going over the plans, we were saying, okay, well, if we're going to renovate the house, let's maybe renovate the basement and finish it. Uh, it'll give me a little bit of a bigger workspace. It'll allow the people to come over to have a little bit of a hangout spot. Like there's no couch down here. There's no, you know, it'd be nice to have like a little, a little setup to have some coffee, a microwave, even a toaster with a bagel. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so we just overlooked the plans, did some measurements and we went over the budget of how much it would cost to kind of redo this place. And it was in the budget. So we're going to go ahead and, and go for it. So right now I'm sitting in the studio in a, like the studio, I guess, is still down here, but the curtains are gone. We've removed everything from the basement, so it's just one big open concept. I actually should, I'll, I'll have to listen to this audio to hear if there's a little bit more of an echo, because I hear a little bit more of an echo, but I don't know if it's picking up on the, the microphones. Um, but anyways, it's it's an exciting time for, uh, for the studio and for High Button Sports, because it's almost a new era. You know, if you look at the podcast and you look at the guests we've had, you always see that uh, that blue curtain in the background and you see the, the, the photo of Halifax Waterfront behind me. Um, and I look at that as an era. It's, a, it's, it's an era that um, I enjoyed, that I loved. But with this new era, I think it's going to come more success and, and more content and uh, in bigger, bigger goals that we're trying to achieve. And, and that starts with your surroundings each and every day. You might not think it's true. Maybe you do think it's true, but coming downstairs into the studio and making it look a little bit more professional, it, it adds a little bit more professionalism to your work, to the way you, to, to, to the way you carry yourself. I, I believe in the little details carry into the big details. Not that there was anything wrong with the studio we had before. I love it. It, it, it allowed us to grow as a company during the, the COVID years. Um, it was a great place to focus. It was a great place to get things done. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I, I just think that uh, an update was needed. And I think it's going to benefit us uh, even more moving on um, into the next couple of years. And then who knows, maybe 
maybe in a couple more years we, we move out of the, the basement here and, and we get a studio somewhere in the city. I don't know. I don't, I never really, it's, it crosses my mind every now and then, but it, working from home is the best feeling. I love just walking downstairs in the studios here. It would, it would, it would have to take a lot for me to get up and go somewhere else. And then you got to pay rent at these places. I don't know. That's a whole nother aspect and a whole nother thing I'll, I'll, I'll get into. But for right now, we are renovating the basement. So I think for the podcast coming up, like our timeline is it's going to be two weeks to, to complete. Um, I could be wrong on that. So there might be a couple remote podcasts where we're moving around uh, doing episodes. We could do it in the middle. Eh, maybe not. Anyways, I'm rambling here, but it's going to be a great studio. We're excited for it. Uh, my girlfriend has some great plans for it, and I trust her, and it's going to look great. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Just thought I'd inform you guys on the on the studio situation. Um, so without further ado, this is uh, the episode that we did with Dawson. Uh, great guy. We actually have a lot in common. Know a lot of uh, a lot of people, even though he grew up in Ontario. You know, playing lacrosse and hockey in, in Canada, you're bound to know some people. Uh, you're bound to know some of the same people. So it was a great episode. Um, I want to wish the Thunderbirds best of luck tomorrow night when they play the Toronto Rock. I believe that game is on TSN 1. If you do want to check it out, highly recommend it. It's going to be some great lacrosse. Um, and yeah, here's the episode. I'm Justin. We're talking to Dawson. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Dawson, we're going, man. How are you? Not bad. Yourself? I'm doing well, thanks. I see you got the uh, the Puma. Is that Puma hat on? Yeah, I just got it this week in oh, Rochester. I was going to say, it's a beautiful day out right now. I'm <laughs> sure you'd rather be golfing, but you're here with me. Yeah. Where do you golf at? Uh, I like to get out Brunello sometimes. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know, Granite a couple times. I'm a member at Granite. Nice. Going there today at 530. Nice. You yeah, I can't, I can't wait to get out there. Are you going today? No, no, I can't golf yet, but uh, as soon as uh, my hip's better, I'll be out in the course. Oh, what's going on with your hip? I heard it a couple weeks ago in Toronto, actually. Oh, man. Yeah. I played lacrosse growing up. Such a physical sport. I love it. But, man, it, it takes a wear and tear. Yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely hard on the body. Yeah. So I was looking at your uh, your resume, like even outside of lacrosse. You're a hockey player as well. Growing up, you played in the queue from around here. T10, Sea Dogs. I saw you were in Gatineau for a bit. Yeah. And this past year, you were with Nogs at SMU. Yeah. I've, I've been at uh, SMU the last four years and uh, played the previous three years in the queue. Dude, you're just like a, you're an athlete. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're like an all-around athlete. Try to be. <laughs> so, uh, growing up in Ontario, correct? Correct. What was that like? Where, 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 what came first, hockey or lacrosse? Uh, I've always played uh, both sports all the way up. It's always been uh, lacrosse in the summer and hockey throughout the winter, and uh, I just truly love both sports. So, kind of trying to hang on to both as long as I can. Dude, they they go so hand in hand. I don't know about you, but growing up playing hockey, by the time May hit, May June. I couldn't wait to get a lacrosse stick in my hand. Yeah, that's that's been the same thing for me all the way up. Yeah. Did it come naturally to you? Guys in Ontario, every time I went away, you guys always, oh, man, you just taught us something in Nova Scotia. Like, you, you were growing up around here, like, you know, I was a good player, but then going to the, the national tournaments and seeing kids from not, Ontario, BC, Iroquois, you're like, whoa, whoa, you guys are quicker. Like, whoa, growing up, it's just incredible. When you grew up playing lacrosse in Ontario, did it almost come naturally to you, or did you have to wait a bit and warm up to the big boys? But you're big yourself right now. You look like... Yeah, pretty big. But no, it's always... Uh, I've been lucky enough. It's always come natural to me. And uh, yeah, I've been lucky enough to play in that uh, Nationals tournament th for uh, three years. And uh, we were successful all three years. We won uh, three gold medals. So yeah. 
yeah, it was just an exciting time. How did the Q come into boat? Like growing up in Ontario, like how did the Q come about? Uh, yeah, I wasn't drafted to the OHL or anything. I played uh, a year of junior A in Coburg. Yeah. And then uh, Daryl Young, the Sea Dogs GM at the time, reached out to me and uh, signed me as a free agent. That's awesome. What was your first impressions of Atlantic Canada? Uh, it's nice out here. It's uh, it's a different it's a different vibe. It's a little more uh, peaceful. You know, people are more laid back. It's not it's not the big city or anything. But I, I really enjoyed my time out here. It's interesting how it kind of came full circle, and then you get drafted by Halifax. Yeah, and no, now you're here. You know. Yeah, well, I was originally drafted by Rochester, which became Halifax, and then uh, I got taken the expansion draft to New York, and then traded to Texas, and then uh, Kurt Steyer's traded back for me this this year. So very thankful. How pumped are you? I was pretty pumped, yeah, coming to a, a really good team and a chance to compete for a championship. It's a, it's always funny how when guys come here from Ontario to play hockey, how they end up just staying here and, like, getting a wife and have the kids and they settle down and create a family. But it kind of came back full circle with lacrosse for you. You end up coming here. I guess hockey, too, playing at SMU. But yeah. once guys get here, they, they, they stay. It's I don't know. I don't have any complaints about it. No, it's a, it's a great city, especially, like, if I was to come back here, though, I'd want to be, like, right in Halifax, uh, it's it's big but it's small you know yeah yeah um when you played here for smu because you were here what three years ago yeah and four yeah four years ago was my first year yeah so that was almost around the same time when uh, halifax came here the thunderbirds yes yes what, what was your rumbling of the because you were in the nll at the time correct yeah i was actually part of the thunderbirds okay were you yeah and then the expansion draft yeah 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 and i got taken in that so so what was the rumblings around the league of halifax coming here for the first time because you hear it now with Vegas, it's like, oh, wow, Vegas is going to be sick. But what were the rumblings back then, like, with guys within the league, like, in the dressing room? Yeah, well, you never really know what to expect coming to a new city and uh, creating a new franchise. So it was kind of uh, just up in the air for a little bit. But, you know, like, obviously the fans are very supportive here, and they have a great fan base, and uh, it looks like it's it's very successful so far. Yeah. How much fun is it to play on that floor? Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. yeah. It's I, like I've only gotten uh, two home games in. So I, I got traded with about six or seven games left, but I got two home games in, and they were uh, they're unbelievable. Yeah, it's almost like well, it's like you never got a chance to play for the Mooseheads, but no, you know the crowds are just insane. I wonder what the difference is. Well, I guess you did play both because you played. I played you know, against. You played, ho- you yeah. played hockey there. Yeah. Is there a difference going on that ice playing hockey compared to lacrosse? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't say much difference. I mean, hotter. A lot hotter. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's that. Well, that's a hot arena to begin with, even in hockey. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a hot arena. I don't, I remember I got to go on the floor once, and the one thing I – not that you're into the boards a lot with lacrosse, but I remember getting hit into those boards with lacrosse once, and it, the give was just great. It's like a trampoline on the wall. Yeah, you, you love playing in those kind of rinks with the uh, the glass being as forgiving as it is. Yeah. It actually it actually helped prevent prevent a couple injuries, so it's, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, for sure, I bet. Like being able to play in that environment too with just like – I don't know, not, not that you're comfortable playing there, but – playing hockey there for the first time or guessing the queue it must be nice going into the lacrosse style of things yeah it was nice it was the Halifax arena was also my uh, favorite arena in junior hockey so oh, uh, I love playing there did you get to play in the new you didn't get to play in the new Gatineau rink no because you're no I think I, I missed it by a year <sighs> yeah I, have you been up there since to see it no I haven't oh I'll have to I'll have to stop by one day um what are the rumblings about Vegas that must be exciting. That's going to be a good road trip. Yeah, it's it's a good road trip. I mean, it's uh, I don't know. It's 
It's either you can look at it good or bad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It'd be nice for a weekend, but I don't know if I want to be the whole year there. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, it depends. Well, the, I, when the first uh, season with the Thunderbirds came here, I didn't know that all the players were going back and forth from Ontario. I thought all you boys lived here, and I was like, oh, great content year round. They're all mm-hmm. going to be here, but that got flips with that got flipped uh, quickly on me, knowing that you guys are traveling back and forth. Yeah. Well, what's the thought process on that? Like with the team, is it a little tough to, to be able to? manage that traveling schedule or do most of the boys live up in Ontario so it's fine for them yeah it can be tough but yeah I think uh 90 95 percent of our team is based out of uh the Ontario and the Toronto area so it makes it a little bit easier for them but uh yeah every, most guys will almost all the guys work Monday to Friday so yeah busy schedules and uh we just get out on the weekend and do our thing nice how was uh, how was the year at SMU this year uh it was all right uh we uh we ended up getting beat in the second round to uh St. Effects two to three they beat us two overtime games so it's yeah. a little bit of a heartbreaker but yeah that's a rough one yeah how was nogs this year as a coach congrats to nogs if he's listening now he's a full-time head coach not interim how, how did nogs do in the room yeah i thought nogs did a good job uh you know being the first year head coach uh he did well yeah for sure um do you think uh you know i guess when you play hockey here in smu it's a it's a, it's a lot of fun but it's definitely a, a little bit more challenging from what other guys tell me um with like the school aspect uh, how, how did that uh, transition for you? Did you find it natural? Did it come easy to you? Or because when you're a junior, it's you know the school isn't a focus, but SMU you got to keep your grades up. How, how yeah. did that come? I mean, I'm not I'm not like a naturally gifted student, so I had to work hard, and uh, you know I got through my four years, and uh, I'm gonna get my degree here in a couple weeks. Oh, nice. What do you take? Uh, major in criminology, and I'm gonna get a psychology minor. Oh, dude, good for you. Thank you. Any plans after the? How old are you? Uh, 25. Oh, dude, you can still. You're still playing for a bit. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I have uh, another year of eligibility at uh, Sports, so, you know, I'd like to come back. But uh, I don't know what it's looking like right now, so. Mm. Yeah, it's tough to, like, worry about that. Like, you just got to, like, let it happen to you. Yeah. If you said, that's at least the majority of the guys that come over here and they uh, say, hypothetically, they're like a free agent and they're trying to worry about a contract next year. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you just got to let it happen to you. Other people will make that decision. Yeah, well, I'm I'm graduating now, so I'm free to go to uh, whatever school I'm, I want to. If, oh, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens here. Okay, cool. Um, worrying about the game, though, when is the game? Friday? Friday. In Toronto? Friday in Hamilton, yeah. What's the, what's the thought process like inside the room with the boys right now? One game, you got to admit, that's tough to just whole season one game yeah one one game it could either, it could obviously go either way and one game elimination but i mean if we just i think if we just stick to our game plan that a coach puts in and play a full 60 minutes we should uh should come out on top how many times have you played against toronto this year personally just once but our team has played three times i think we're uh, two and one against them this year yeah what's the overall consensus of their team tough Tor- toronto's a good team yeah they're uh, they're big they're physical they got good goaltending so good offense i mean we we have all that too so it's it's gonna be a real dog fight you you're how big are you you're oh, you, six three you're, how much do you weigh 250 you're you're big man <laughs> yeah i've been told <laughs> you're like big so um, what's your style of game i haven't seen a, you play a game yet this year i've been it's been tough well, like you said you've, how many home games have you gotten in I've only gotten in two since yeah. I've been here, so yeah, we kind of we had the last four or five on the road, so we've been on the road for a little bit. I looked at your stat line though; you know how to put the ball in the net, you know how to move it as well. What do you think your biggest strength is? Yeah, obviously I got to use my size and uh, get to the middle and set picks and clear space for other guys to shoot and uh, roll off those picks and create 
openings for myself. Was it nice coming into the organization? Like, did the boys welcome you with open arms, or was there any awkwardness in the room? Like, how was the transition moving forward to Halifax? Oh, it, it was really smooth. I mean, I played with probably eighty percent of these guys already. Oh, so did you? A lot of familiar faces and uh, a lot of a lot of talent on on the offensive side of the ball. So. It's uh, pretty easy and natural out there. That's sick. What's Jamie like as a leader inside the room? We know what type of leader he is on the floor, but in the room, is he vocal? Jammer? Yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, he's great captain. He's very vocal. He he talks to all the guys. He's uh, he's a friendly guy. He's easy to get along with. Uh, he's a great great leader. That's awesome. Yeah. Just going into a new environment and like having the boys just welcome you. That's a good feeling. You yeah. said eighty percent of the guys, you know? Yeah. Well, I play oh, in Rochester's probably. I think there's like twelve or thirteen guys still on the team, and I knew a few. Oh, yeah. Played uh, junior with uh, Shanksy. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I knew almost all the guys. That's sick. Yeah. Um, finding your role on the team. Did Kurt essentially assign you a role, or did you know it right away coming in, like when they give you a call when you're coming to the team? No, I know. I know my role. I mean, Mike's. Uh, I, he's very. Uh, he gives me a lot of freedom to do my thing, and. Uh, you know, they're always saying, shoot first, ask questions later. So, Oh, yeah? That's yeah. a good feeling. Shoot yeah. first, you got the green light. Yeah, exactly. It's an intro. Like, I never played pro anything. And when I ever talk to guys that do play pro sports, not hockey, lacrosse, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. um, they say that it's not as much coaching. It's more just about guys knowing their role. So when you answer that question, you say, no, I know my role. I know how to uh, – you're in, you're playing pro lacrosse for a reason. And they say the best coaching style are the people that know how to manage their, their their players and let them do exactly what they want to do. And it sounds like that's kind of what you're going through right now. You just go into a role and you know it already. Yeah, I think when you give uh, when you give your players freedom to do what they want to do on the floor, it it it's a positive thing and uh, allows them to uh, just be the best they can. Okay, cool. Excuse me. Um, going with the uh, your stick. Pro lacrosse is a lot different from the lacrosse I grew up playing. F- so physical. When we watched up there in the press box and we see the things that the refs let go, mm-hmm. did you find that really natural from Ontario to pro lacrosse? Because growing up here in Nova Scotia, the things like the refs don't really let much, uh, I shouldn't say they let don't let, much, let much go, but it's definitely called more. And some of the things you guys get away with, it's incredible. Did you find the transition from just non-pro lacrosse to pro lacrosse very similar coming from Ontario? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I almost feel like uh, junior lacrosse and senior senior A out in Ontario. It's uh, so, it's, al- it's almost rougher. Like they, you get you get slashed a lot more and a lot more, you know, cross checks, dirty dirty shots. It's it's more. It's called more in the NL, I think. Oh yeah. So it's. I don't think it's as. Uh, I wouldn't wouldn't say rough, but like as dirty maybe. Like yeah. less cheap shots in NL. It gets called. It's under the microscope more. Yeah. There's more skill, obviously, in the NLL. Like the, the things that you guys are able to maneuver on the floor, and it's so tough for defensemen in today's game to be able to even get a hit on an offensive guy. You guys move the ball so quick, and you guys are gone. Did that come like natural to you as well in the NLL? Because we were talking to Pacer from Philly, and he always said that he's like the one thing I notice is that you can't move your head if you're playing D. You take a quick left. You got to make sure that you keep an eye on him if the ball's on the right side of the floor. He's like that was the biggest thing that he had to adjust to. Was there any adjustments like that moving into pro that you had to deal with? Uh, not, not so much. I mean, you know, I'm pretty, I'm an inside out guy. So I I like to get in the middle, set a pick and then pop out or cut through the middle. Like, I mean, once the defender turns his head, you gotta, you gotta cut back door on him every time. I think 
I was watching I was watching some of your highlights and there's mo- there's moments where you're like in the box and you're just getting hit and you don't care. You get the box, you pop out and then you just kind of shoot around the guy, but you're getting abused in the middle of the box. I was like, this guy, that's why I was waiting for you to walk through the door. I was like, you look big on screen, but I was like, how big is this guy coming in through the door? You just take the abuse and you pop out almost like a basketball player. Yeah, it's part of my role. I get in the middle and uh, take, th- take the rough stuff and uh, create space for guys. What kind of player are you for hockey? Uh, power forward, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can score a little bit, but Cent- uh, yeah, I'm a power forward. Center? I I have played center. I'm center and wing, whatever, wherever they need me. Rover, whatever Knox tells you to do. Yeah, basically. You sound like his type of player. Whatever <laughs> you need me to do, coach, I'll do. Yeah. There you go. Um, did you like uh, what was I gonna say? The Smew Rink. Never played on it. Got to film it a lot. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? Because you must have been there the first year. Three, yeah, three. My, my first year we were at the Forum, and then my last three years we were at the new rink in, on campus there. Yeah, it's a great rink, a good facility. Our dressing room's uh, unbelievable. Oh, the best room. Yeah. The best room. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a good surface. No no complaints about it. Maybe oh. just the uh, the pegs on the net, they need to get the, some better pegs there. Why is that? They come off about ten times a game, and they've they've given up goals for us, and they've taken away goals for us. So, I don't know, It's 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 a little bit annoying, but... I think they should figure that out. <laughs> that's the one complaint. Yeah, that's the only complaint I got for the ring. Is that Welshie complaining? He's like, what, I can't push off? Well, it'd be Welshie too, but I think it affects everyone. Yeah, I like guess e- so. Even our uh, our playoff game against uh, X there, we scored a goal, and the, the net was off by a couple inches, and they called it back for us. So it didn't go our way there, but we've definitely been on both sides of those. That's a tough one. Yeah. I never thought of, like, like I never thought you'd say pegs. Pegs do play a big role in a hockey game. I never thought of it from that aspect. Yeah, especially when they come off a dozen times a game. <laughs> yeah, that ruins the pace and the flow, yeah, too. Absolutely, yeah. I wonder if they'll actually fix that. I have, Apparently, it's a big fix. they got to take the ice completely out, so I don't know if they're going to get to it this year or what. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, maybe. I, I have no idea. They don't use that rink for lacrosse in the in the summer. I'm pretty sure the ice stays in there all year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the ice is in there all year. Where, where do the Thunderbirds practice at? Uh, we usually practice up in uh, Six Nations, but uh, I don't know. Depending if we have a we have a home game here, we might practice Thursday night in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, usually up in Six Nations. Um, pre like I, when I didn't play Q, I played a little bit in the Q, so I only got like maybe four or five um, pregame skates in. And whenever you guys are on game day with uh, the Thunderbirds, I see that you guys go out there. No, uh, no gear. I think just helmets, gloves, maybe. Um, what are those practices like on game day, right before game day? Yeah, we usually get a morning shoot around around between ten or nine and ten in the morning. Just helmets and gloves. Uh, get up and down the floor a few times, and then just uh, work on systems and get a few shots in. No drills. Uh, yeah, a couple shooting drills, but maybe some walk through five and fives, but power play penalty kill but that's about it it's it's not meant to tire you out just get the legs loose get the hands going and uh your stick styled in is the pregame ritual the exact same from hockey to lacrosse for me personally yeah uh yeah i mean i just go out there warm up stretch and uh get the gear on and ready to go no like what i mean like pregame nap like are you doing i usually get a nap in i we usually eat around uh 12 or 1 and then get a two two and a half hour nap in and then shower suit get to the rink what's the meal uh i'm usually like a chicken alfredo guy oh, yeah 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 that's pretty standard know. depending on the day maybe <laughs> maybe salmon rice i don't know do they feed you they i was gonna say when you come here you guys are at the hotel uh sometimes we have uh team meals but we usually we get per diem on the road so uh we're in charge of feeding ourselves oh okay nice yeah. that's pretty 
Yeah, you get to pick your own meal. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little better. You pick your own meal. Do you guys have a post game meal after? Yeah, uh, usually the home team provides uh, some some food for us, but uh, usually we still end up going out for another bite. Favorite away rink to play in? Favorite away rink to play in. Uh, I got a chance to play in Buffalo this year for the first time, and that was a pretty sick arena. I wouldn't have called Buffalo. Why Buffalo? <laughs> it's just the atmosphere there, the the fans, the crowd, the the history in that building. I mean, it's pretty it's a pretty sick building to play in. Oh, good atmosphere in there, eh? Yeah. It- there you go. I feel like they, I think they get the best, uh, the most fans usually. So they usually, I think we had like fourteen or 15,000 last, last time we were there. Whoa. Yeah. That's it, like a sold out. That's. Yeah. It's, they play at the, the Key Bank Center there where the, where the Sabres play. It's a pretty big building. Yeah. The, the, the seats look really slanted. So it looks like the fans are on top of you. Yeah. At least from the screen. Yeah. It's, it's probably the loudest building I've played in. I wonder if we ever had an NFL player on here. If they would say we're like the most hostile environment to go to, I bet they'd say the Bills. Yeah, well, what's maybe. the name of their stadium? Uh, I'm not sure. Bills Mafia Stadium, <laughs> the Fan Stadium. Yeah, that works. Yeah, but the people in Buffalo. Yeah, I guess that makes sense with the rowdiness. You ever play in Philly? Um, no, I haven't played in Philly. I've been to Philly, but I I didn't play. Okay. Yeah. Pacer has good things to say about the fans in Philly. Yeah, they they have, a, they have a good rank, good good fans. Yeah. Halifax too. Just it's just unfortunate with COVID the past two years the games have been limited. Yeah, absolutely. And with the fans not being able to be able to allowed in here, but maybe in the states they were allowed way before us. Yeah, they um, were. I well, I think our last our last home game we had eight thousand. It was it was pretty packed. Oh, and, it's rocking. Yeah, it was good good atmosphere. We love like as much as I love watching the games in in the stands. We're, we're sitting up in the press box and I love getting a bird's eye view of everything that's going on of the fans of you guys. Oddly enough, when oh I'm sure like you've been hurt and I haven't played and just watched from above. There's something about the game of lacrosse being played watching it from a bird's eye view. You're able to break it down a lot better for some. I just love it. Yeah, just, I've, I've been watching for the last two weekends with this injury, so. <sighs> Yeah, I've been. Uh, it's you see a lot more out there. You see uh, the little details and what guys can can do and can't do, and what they can do better. And I learned a lot. Yeah, like just I've just learned a lot from like viewing pro lacrosse because you know growing up here there was no pro lacrosse, so to be able to view it, that I I don't play it as much as any anymore. But watching it from up there was sick. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask this question, but are you playing Friday? Uh, I'm not sure yet. So I wasn't. I'm, tr- I'm trying to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, it's, it's getting better. I mean, I'm going for an MRI today after this and, uh, we'll see what's going on inside, but, uh, I'm definitely going to try and play this yeah, weekend. I was yeah. going to say this guy, yeah, you definitely want to play. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been resting it and rehabbing it the last two, two and a half weeks. So it's getting better, but, uh, probably test it at practice tomorrow. See how it feels and, uh, hopefully good to go Friday. What time did you say your flights tomorrow? Uh, I think it's eleven twenty, eleven twenty-five. And then do you practice tomorrow as well? Yeah, I think we practice at eight o'clock. Oh, eight o'clock. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's weird. oh yeah, that's different. That's the thing. Getting off the, the the plane. I guess what's the flight up there? An hour and a half, two hours yeah, to two Toronto. Hour, two hours. It's not like excuse me. It's not like you're gonna have plane legs or anything like that. No, it would no, be good to go. It's, it's quick flight. Yeah. So excuse me. Like I going back to I you know I know I asked the question about the pregame practice, but an actual practice, like hypothetically tomorrow, will you guys be wearing full gear? Yeah, we'll put full gear on. We'll probably do some uh, up and down the floor, some work on our uh, our shots, and then uh, probably get into systems, power play, some five-on-five work, uh, maybe some three-on-three and two-on-two. Mm. Yeah. Do you guys go over film at all? Yeah, we do uh, We do film usually before practice and uh, before the games. Just of the team you're going to play, or just the, do you guys watch your stuff more? Uh, both. Like, offensively, usually watch uh, the opposing team's defense, their penalty kill. 
uh, we'll watch film on the goalie where he, where his weaknesses are, where his strengths are, and the defense will watch the other team's offense and see their tendencies. I always found lacrosse was a great sport to pick apart on film. Hockey, not so much because there's more flow. Flow is tough to pick apart video Mm -hmm. but in a sport like basketball or lacrosse where feet are kind of being still and it's more positional Mm -hmm. i always found lacrosse fun to pick apart especially like you're saying with defenders and goalies Mm -hmm. i just found it a little bit more easier to break down do you find that the same way even a defender that's against you you can look at a guy's feet and go if i'm leaning left he's coming with me a little cheating and you can go right i just that's just me i don't know about you but do you like video breaking it down a little bit more yeah, I think you can uh, you see stuff pretty clearly out there. I mean, I've been watching film for hockey and lacrosse now for probably six, seven years, so I've, I'm pretty good at breaking both both sports down on film. So, yeah, that's just me. Yeah, hockey I couldn't. Well, that's probably because the coach was always yelling at me. I didn't, I didn't have my guy my whole career. But, no, lacrosse, I, lacrosse, I loved. That's the thing growing up. You never – like, did you see yourself play lacrosse growing up? Did they, did they film in Ontario? Do they stream in Ontario? We uh, – we didn't really do much film in junior. I mean, come playoffs, I think we did a little bit. But besides besides playoff, we, re- we really didn't do film. Like, I remember watching myself for the first time playing lacrosse. I was like, whoa, that's what I look like? <laughs> it was like an odd thing. Yeah, it's always weird seeing yourself on film. Yeah. yeah. For the pro game, do you get to be able to go back? Like, I know in hockey, some hockey teams, what's Instat? What's it called? There's like in, a pro- Instastat, yeah, Insta- for hockey. We use uh, we use Huddle for lacrosse. What Huddle? Yeah, it's has all the uh, all the game films from each team, and you just go on there, and your uh, your coach can send you like uh, private videos and stuff. You can send you just strictly clips of yourself, or you know, clips of the opposing goalie or defense or their penalty kill. Like, it has yeah. all your plays, or you have to watch like the whole game. You mean? Uh, like it, it has has both. Like you can clip. You can clip like just yourself. You can watch the whole game. Like you can do pretty much whatever you want on there. So you guys have a video coach. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we have an actual video coach, but our coach, <laughs> us- our coach usually sends out the videos. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Do you find those helpful? Yeah, definitely. You definitely gotta take a look at them the week before and uh, just to know what what they the other teams like to do. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, that I could, I could see that being extremely helpful for sure. Yeah, it is. That's awesome. Um, going into the game on uh, on Friday, let's just say hypothetically you are playing. Um, what's the biggest thing? I don't like. I said I haven't seen you guys play Toronto yet this year. I, I saw one game on TV. Um, what's the one thing that your team needs to do to win? I guess you could say. And you. I think uh, I think we just got to play a full sixty minutes. We've been having a tough time lately of playing a full sixty. We're usually like last weekend. I think we took the third quarter off and. Uh, Rochester went on a run, and then we got hot again in the fourth and ended up winning the game. But we can't have any of those uh, lapses in the playoff game. you got to play a full 60. Yeah, it's so tough to be consistent. Yeah. Oh, did you watch the Leafs game last night? Uh, I watched the third period, but, uh, I yeah. fell asleep in the third. It was, it was Yeah, it was 4 nothing when I turned it on, so I was like, ah. Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't too focused on it. That was me. I watched the first two, and then I saw it was 4 nothing, and they were dominating. And then I just fell asleep. I was like, oh. Yeah, it's just one though. <laughs> they got to get three more. I know that's the thing. Well, that's the thing on TV or on Twitter. Excuse me today. Everyone was like, "If you think Tampa's rattled right now about losing one game, you got another thing coming." Absolutely, yeah. It just there's just two times standing. Like I remember looking at Cooper. They were down four nothing, and he was almost laughing. Like he was almost had a smirk. He's just there's something about him. He just knows the situation he's in. He's not nervous. Yeah, in a best of seven series, you, uh, you just. If you're down five late, you just just about yeah. sending a message and uh, getting ready, building momentum for the next game. Yeah, just put the fourth line out, rest yeah. like the first three lines. Yeah, yeah you guys are good boys. Um, who's your team in hockey? 
I like uh, Ottawa and St. Louis. Why St. Louis? My cousin's always been a diehard St. Louis fan. I've just jumped on the bandwagon with him. What year did you jump on the bandwagon, though? The year uh, they won? No, no, before that. Like, when I was younger, I've always watched, I've always liked Ottawa out of the east and St. Louis out of the west. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, that was a cute when they when they won the other, what was it, like two years ago, three years ago? Yeah. Must have been three. Three, three years ago, yeah. Yeah, because Tampa the past two. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, man. Like, who who do you have coming out of the West this year? I'll t- um, it's so tight this year, both both East and West. But I like the winner of uh, the St. Louis Minnesota series to get out of the West. Your your answers are shocking me right now. Really? Who are you picking? Out of Col- the out of the Colorado, West, probably. Why do you say that? You, you got you guessed it. Yeah, everyone's on the bandwagon. Yeah. Well, Nate sat in that chair, so <laughs> that's why I'm just like, I yeah, I guess he's a hometown guy. So who do you have coming out of the East? East, um, I like uh, Carolina or the winner of the Leafs series. Yeah, I was going to say, if the Leafs win that series, think about the momentum they'll have beating the two-time Stanley Cup champions. Yep. Yeah, the East is stacked, though, so you never know. It's really really up for grabs this year, I think. And I like Carolina, the two, because I think that that team will run through a wall for Brendan Moore. I think anything that that guy says, the team will go, okay, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'll do it. Yeah. Florida though. Like you just that's another good team. I forgot about them. Uyghur, another local guy. Huberdo, not local, but he played for the Mooseheads. You know what Uyghur? He's from Ontario. I think he no. played lacrosse. No, I don't remember him. I know who he is for the for the Panthers though, but yeah. I don't I don't remember him. Huberdo played for the Sea Dogs, the team yeah. you were. He's probably pl- pl- plastered everywhere in that organization yeah, on the he wall. Is. Yeah, he's everywhere. Did you play with any guys in the NHL right now with Acadie Bathers, Gatineau, or the Sea Dogs? Yeah, I played with a few guys. Uh, Thomas Shabbat in Ottawa. No way. Um, what a stud that guy is. V- Jeff Vial in San Jose. Yeah. Uh, Moore, he's a lo- local guy. Yeah, he's there. I won't see. Yeah, he's always, I think he's going to be home today or tomorrow. Yeah, I played uh, Sea Dogs with, those, with two of those guys and Bathurst with one. With Bathurst who? I played in Bathurst with VL. Oh, yeah. Played in San Jose. You weren't with Dobson and Bathurst? Yeah, I was with uh, Dauber and Bathurst. Forgot about him. Yeah. Did yeah. you win the Mem Cup? No, I got uh, I got traded at the deadline that no, year. No, yeah. sorry I brought it up. Yeah, it's all right. What happened, though? <laughs> I got to ask. Uh, they traded. I was a 20-year-old, so you're only allowed three 20-year-olds. So I guess they needed a, a, they wanted a defenseman back there with some some experience, so they traded me. And you went to Gatineau. I went to Gatineau, yeah. How was your time in uh, Bathurst? In Bathurst? Uh, great. I mean, my when I first got there, we were uh, bottom of the league. But my uh, 19 and 20 year old year, we were very good, uh, very competitive. And I mean, obviously they won the the Mem Cup my 20 year. Yeah. So yeah. You're <laughs> sorry I brought it up. That's all right. Um, did you like junior hockey? The whole experience of of, of that uh, of that part of your life? Yeah, it's probably the best best time of my life. It's uh, you know, it's a great experience. It's just a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you like the transition into AUS? Yeah, it was a, it was a good transition. I mean, AUS is it's no it's no step down from junior. You know, some people would argue it's uh, better hockey just because it's it's all major junior guys mostly, and uh, you know we're a lot older. I mean, you're playing against twenty five, twenty six year olds out there, yeah. so there's no sixteen year olds out there. It's it's all grown men. Did Steiny recruit you or Nogs? Yeah, Steiny recruited me. I played for Steiny for two years, and then uh, and then Nogs took over. Yeah. What was the? Uh, I always talk to Steiny about his recruiting uh, process. What was his recruiting process like with you? Uh, I was actually working in the summer, and I had my phone rang. I answered. It was Steiny. He's like, "Hey, we uh, <laughs> we got a spot for you. If you want to come down, we'll get you down for a visit." 
so I came down for a visit, and uh, that was about it. What did you do on the visit? A uh, couple, couple drinks with a couple guys, and uh, <laughs> toured the campus, and that was that was it. We, we signed her right there. What was the summer job you were working when he gave you a call? Uh, I was installing railings, Ra- like hand railings. Yeah, like, like uh, just railings, uh, front step on the deck. You know, in Halifax or in Ontario? No, in Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> he just gave you a call. So that was it, just the call. Yeah, he said you want to come down for a visit. We booked a visit. I flew down. He uh, toured me around. Uh, a couple of the players are down here, so I went out with them and uh, saw the city and uh, committed from there. Why is it you think that all everyone from, not everyone, but a lot of guys from Ontario like to come here to play hockey? Well, they say the AUS is the best uh, the best university uh, league, uh, so I don't know. It's That has something to do with it, but uh, obviously with, uh, like with major junior uh, school packages, I think guys get their... Uh, best dollar out here too so oh i never thought of that yeah did you have school paid for yeah i had my school paid for and i had a little package from uh the queue oh that's the best yeah how nice is that on the wallet right now debt free got a degree you're like well yeah yeah it's 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 nice that's the best feeling absolutely um was there any other recruiting opportunities to go somewhere else and why why did you pick smew yeah i was uh before steiny called me i was uh looking at ryerson and carlton oh yeah so yeah it was probably between those two schools and then yeah, like I said, it just it worked out better with my school package to come out here, and uh, I didn't know much about the league at the time, but I from people I talked to, it was just a, a better level of hockey. It's funny how, like, the path you go on, how places, like, they just lead you into different places, and you've been here, you grew up, not grew up here, but you spent the past three years here, and now you're playing lacrosse here. It's just, it's crazy how life works, man. Yeah, it is. Absolutely insane. And now you're playing golf here, too, at Brunello every now and then. Yeah, I'm going to try to in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> does golf, I guess golf, does that, your hip, I'm trying to think of your hip and golf, I guess maybe on the driver. Yeah, I I haven't tried it since I hurt my hips, so I'll probably give it another two, three weeks here before I get yeah. on the course. Are you a righty or a lefty? Lefty. What kind of irons are you hitting? I got uh, Titleist uh, AP3s. Oh, no, I got Titleist uh, Forged 714s. Nice. Got them, off, got them off eBay a couple months ago. Yeah, I got mine online secondhand, too. I just I looked at the price of new ones and you're like fourteen hundred bucks for a new set of irons. Yeah, I'm not good enough to. No, just, unless you're getting out there every day and you're shooting low, like yeah, you don't need the top of the line stuff. So what I do, I go. Well, I had muscle backs last year, and I like the muscle back. Like I can put the one, I can get you know a pitching wedge one fifty, mm-hmm. and now I have these thin. They're not thin, but they're close to blades. Mm-hmm. And now my pitching wedge is going like one ten one. So I right now I'm struggling with my distance. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I'm really trying to work on. But me and my buddy go to Granite. Probably like we're going today. We go probably every day during the week at five o'clock to Granite and play nine holes. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm trying to work on the irons right now. But it's not easy. It's frustrating. Yeah, it's a tough game. It's yeah. I'd like to get a lot better at it. <laughs> What's your biggest strength with golf? Golf. Uh, oof, I don't know if I have a strength, but I don't know. I think my I think my irons probably. Oh yeah, like one fifty out pitching wedge nine eight. Yeah, between 100 and 180. Oh yeah, those clubs. So you know, par three, 170. Are you sticking it on the green, or you're fading right? Like, can you stick it? I can stick it sometimes, but you know, like it, it could go right, it could go left. I mean, I'm usually like a mid to low 80 golfer. So oh yeah, oh you're res- good, respectable. You're good. Yeah. What are some of the better courses you've played at around the world? Uh, last summer, me and my roommates, uh, we got out to. Uh, Cabot Cliffs and Cabot Cabot Links. Stay humble. Dawson. That was uh, stay humble. That was a pretty sweet course. Yeah. Have you tried to book there this summer? No. Like, 
prices. Whoop. Yeah. I got to find a job before I go there again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> prices are through the roof. Yeah. You can't like, and then you got to stay. And I'm not going to get into that now. But yeah, we did it. We did it when they were the COVID was kind of on. So we got the stay and play package. I think it was like 280 for a hotel and the round. So <sighs> you know, that's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. I went up to Harvard like four years ago and I was wearing a, a vest that had a Nova Scotia flag on the back. And we were in the hockey rink and it was just a bunch of like old rich people from the States in the rink. And they looked at the Nova Scotia flag and there is like, it was like three of them. They just went, oh, Cabot. Mm-hmm. Like they saw the Nova Scotia flag and they said Cabot. It's just, they got just that just tells you everything you need to know. They all go up to Cabot in the summer and they're just there spending their dollars. Yeah, I, I think we were doing some research on it. It was like ranked ninth in North America or something. So we we're like, yeah, no brainer. We got to get up there. Is that what it was? That, I think ninth? that's what, ninth. I think in or North maybe, America. North America. It might have been Canada. I'm not sure. I forget. <sighs> yeah, maybe Canada, North America. I wonder is could they ever have like a tournament there at a. Is that a thing? Like, a, could Tiger Woods ever play Cabot at a PGA Tour? I, that... I don't think it's a tour course, but, I mean, I'm sure Tigers might have gotten out there before. What's <laughs> the difference between a tour course and not a, a non-tour? You're asking the wrong guy. You don't know. Do you know? Uh, we got to put bleachers in there. There's all sorts of oh, yeah, the bleachers. Yeah, yeah, the bleachers. Yeah, but I look at, uh, what's the one there in California there? Pebble Beach. I don't see bleachers in Pebble Beach. It's just people standing around. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too sure. Anyways, but anyways, yeah, golf's a great sport. Mm-hmm. Lacrosse is a great sport. Hockey's a great sport, and you've played hockey your whole life. Do you think what's that? Oh, sorry. Um, post uh, athletics, where's your head at? Do you think? What well, do you think? Uh, I haven't really uh, made up my mind yet, but obviously, I got a, a criminology degree now. So, I mean, I could I could use that. Hopefully, maybe if that's something to do with uh, policing or border security or. Uh, coast guard or you know whatever yeah something along those lines but uh i don't know i think i'm gonna try and uh try and uh, play sports as long as i can and you know make some money that way 100 percent. yeah and get up to cabot more and make some money <laughs> yeah they always i always talk to guys that like are on that always but like every time we have someone on the podcast that's hitting that age where post athletic career um is about to hit they always talk about their resume and the things that they've gone through in sport that aren't really related to sport. I can't believe the the connections that you have probably through playing hockey, through playing lacrosse, through doing all the things that you've done. You said you're 25? Yeah. Only 25 years old. Imagine the connections you've made to be able to get a job post-career. It's just it's unbelievable the things that sports can do for people. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, really good to, to make those connections while you're in sport and so you have them when the time comes. A hundred percent. And everyone as well is in the same boat as you. It's like, all right, post-career. It's like, all right, what are we going to do here? What are we going to do now? It's like, yeah, everyone's in the same boat and you all help each other. It's, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool from yeah. from a, from that standpoint where, where where people might not agree. But it's, sports are an incredible thing. The reason I pay for the studio is through sport. The thing you can do with sport, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, what are you looking forward to now until Friday? What's the body? What's the mindset? Uh, just keep rehabbing this hip, try and loosen it up and get rid of some pain and, uh, try and get in the lineup. I love it. All right, Dawson, I want to thank you for coming over, man. I appreciate your time. I know you got to get to, you said rehab right now. I got to go get an MRI right now. MRI. Is that, so you got like, that's like the hospital. That's like scanning. Yeah. That's the real deal. Yeah. We're going to see what's going on inside there. Ah, All right, man. Well, I don't envy you right now, but I do appreciate you coming over and taking the time. No problem. Thanks for having me. Uh, Good luck Friday. I think, uh, is the game on TSN 1? It must be. Yeah, TSN 1. TSN 1. So tune in, everyone listening to TSN 1 Friday night. Watch the Thunderbirds play. The Rock. It's going to be a great game. Uh I think that's all I got to say. All right. We're out. Peace. Thanks. What'd you fucking talk about, Willis?
that you behold. Cause I know that no side is looking out for me. I wanted to cry, but there's nothing that made me. Going in circles, I thought I was really finished. Got so high, will I stop fucking with it? Earth, you don't say, can you tell what model they use? Explain the soil change, don't praise that the heart be made. You fly to hold your name in the same city. I remember when you packed bags the Sainsbury's. Turn loving on me, cause I cause your best. Find me to your home, it seems like I cause you stress. Wouldn't say no, but I cause your push it down, run on me, settle for more, Honestly, you're going in. 